0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign
1: up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
0: Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Breakthrough with your host, Susan Turnbull. We invite you to sit back, relax, and listen as Susan and her guests and inspire you to find your own breakthrough moments. If you have a question you would like to ask, please call 1-877-296-0345. Transformational Life Coach Susan Turnbull is available for breakthrough coaching sessions by phone or Skype. For more information, go to www com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's show. Uh, There might be a couple of communication problems here. We're hoping that we're getting them taken care of, keeping a close eye on it. But I am going to proceed, and um, today we are going to talk about the beliefs that surround domestic violence, uh, dating violence, and actually just the parts of us where we are not standing in our authentic power and giving ourselves away. As a belief coach, I can share with you that I have had countless clients over the years that have difficulty in saying no and drawing boundaries. Um, We're actually dealing with two different ends of the spectrum. You've got that one end of the spectrum where... um, You have um, someone who is a people pleaser and just absolutely cannot say no and end up running themselves ragged. On the other end of the spectrum, what you have is someone who does not know how to say no and is taking emotional abuse, verbal abuse, physical abuse, and everything in between and on that end of the spectrum that isn't something that happens overnight it is something that builds up slowly there are many beliefs that actually draw and attract those experiences to you and remember on the first show i talked about the tuning fork analogy where um you're emitting a certain vibration that brings a certain experience back to you and it can be different for different people I know that I am a former victim of domestic violence. This was many, many years ago, thankfully decades ago. And the one thing that I noticed as I was coming out of this, I never saw violence in my home. I never saw my parents speak an angry word with one another, and that actually set me out on a quest as to how in the world I was able to draw and attract that kind of violence into my life. And what I was able to uncover were certain experiences and beliefs that brought that to my life anyway. um, I have a wonderful guest on my show today, and um, Amy is, is an inspiration. She truly is an inspiration. I'm excited and honored to have her as my guest today. Amy's story is one that she was bullied as a child, She entered into dating violence and later in life eventually attracted a stalker. But somehow this amazing woman was able to turn it all around. And Amy and I also share a similar philosophy in that she is a thriver. Remember, if our words attract experiences, don't call yourself a survivor. You'll attract more experiences from which to survive. If you've been able to come out on the other side then you've earned the badge of honor called a thriver. And as a result of this, Amy has created two businesses, the Awakening Goddess and Wonder Girls Camp. Amy was recently named the Canadian Ambassador for Freedom and Empowerment Team Campaign. And this is a campaign that runs from England throughout five different countries to support, educate, and empower those who have been through dating violence and domestic abuse. Now, at this time, I would like to, uh, hopefully, we have Amy on the line, and um, I would like to turn the show over to Amy, and welcome, Amy. Hi, can you hear me? I can. Yay. Thank you, Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) I can. Welcome to the show, Amy. Um. You have a very, very inspirational story, and I would love it if you would share with our listeners a little bit about how you got from where you were to where you are now.
1: For sure, and first of all, thank you for that wonderful introduction, and uh, yes, be a thriver, step above it, and just thrive all the way. Um, about A little bit about me. I grew up being severely teased and bullied for six years in elementary school. And then got through high school um went into university and was in an abusive relationship, kind of like your story too, Susan. I didn't have any violence whatsoever at home. My home was very loving, very wonderful. This all happened outside of the home um so i ha- w- lived through an abusive relationship in university in my first year, my second year through to the end of my university career in my year four the same boyfriend that I had in my first year actually stalked me. And the interesting thing about that, Susan, is that I attended attended university away from home. So for four years I lived on campus, and so did my abuser. So did he. So it was an interesting experience that way. Um, felt like I was walking on eggshells everywhere I went, in year two, three, and four. I walked with the Walk Safe program, um, it, it wasn't. I was happy, but I wasn't happy at the same time. Um, and then fast forward again into a few years ago when I had done some personal growth work and some healing work on myself, started dancing again, and uh, was feeling pretty awesome. And I had some friends come up to me and say, "Amy, can you show us what you know? We've seen such a shift, such a change in you. We want to learn what you're doing." So I said sure. So I've shown I have showed them some dance different kinds of moves and techniques about walking with confidence and feeling awesome in your skin and your body. And uh so that's been fun. And then last summer, uh I kinda got the inkling, the the call from other people around saying, Well, what about my daughter? What can you do for the next generation? And that's where Wonder Girls Camp came from. Uh, inspiring our next generation of girls to be brave, bold, and themselves, and to celebrate their unique selves because they can only be the best one that they are. So that's my two businesses. And then, yes, you mentioned the Freedom and Entirement Campaign. This is an amazing campaign from England by the wonderful Kate Gardner, who is the founder. Her life, her story is that she's a survivor to thriver herself, from dating violence, domestic violence, for over 20 years to the point where she had a stroke from all the stress. And as she was healing through that, she developed this freedom and empowerment campaign to help others and to help herself. While she was healing, her daughter was actually raped, and her daughter was only 14 at the time. And that was her other wake-up call to say, wait a second, our teens and our next generation need our help too. So... Late December of 2012, uh, Kate and I connected through Facebook, and she asked uh, if I could help her with the administrative work on the Facebook page for the team campa- Campaign. And I said, sure. Um, like, like you, Susan, I like to share things and empower people through Facebook. So that was pretty easy. And then later on, a few days later, on the 1st of January 2013, um, we were talking again, and she asked... Um, What else do I do? And I told her that I speak and I'm an author, best-selling author, actually, and um, that I have these two businesses. And I noticed, I said to her that I see that you have an American ambassador for the team. And when you're ready, I'd like to discuss with you what has to happen for the Canadian component to, to spread or if she's willing to spread, wanting to spread. I'm all for helping her with it. And she invited me right then, and there on the spot, Amy, will you be the Canadian ambassador and spread the message? So that's, that's wonderful.
0: You know, Amy, you talked about doing the personal work and, and doing your inner, inner work. Were you able to identify for yourself any of the beliefs that created the, since you and I came from similar backgrounds, were you able to identify any belief systems within yourself that you think may have attracted the bullying and the dating violence and and the abuse into your life
1: um i believe the one that's coming up that i can think of right now susan is uh the the feeling or the belief that i'm not worthy the feeling belief that i'm not powerful um that sort of a thing. I, one of the exercises or activities, personal growth work things I went through was a exercise that took the metaphor of um, martial arts and put that into your life of what are you what, what are you willing to fight for? And that's where a lot of then it was I'm willing to fight for me. I'm willing to fight for my friends and loved ones. Um, so that's the belief that I probably had at that point. And
0: and I, I certainly see this a lot, especially with those that don't know how to draw boundaries. It's very, very much connected to that feeling of I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy enough, and I'm not deserving enough. And these are, of course, beliefs that go back to childhood. And the work that you do with younger girls, because that's where it has to start. Our beliefs are in stone by age six or seven. And from that point, we just add layer upon layer upon layer of experiences to solidify those beliefs until the beliefs are completely hidden out of sight. And I I, I actually believe that the work does the, the most important work belongs to um, working with our young girls to let them know how beautiful they are, how empowered, how how much power they actually do have to stand up and be counted in this world and to have a voice. So I think the yes. work that you're doing on that end is probably, in my opinion, the most crucial because we can always take women and help them heal after the yes. fact. But to prevent it from the very, very onset is something that I think is actually very crucial. You know, Women's empowerment has really been coming to the forefront in the news today. Um, the little girl in Pakistan that was shot because she stood up and voiced her opinion about getting an education. The yeah. horrific thing that happened in India to the woman um, who who was just, I, I there's no words to describe what happened to her. But it brought this topic and it brought this issue to the light of day and many other cultures where this is an everyday occurrence. Yes. And I believe in the hundreds monkey syndrome, where at some point in time, by doing enough of this work and reaching out, and didn't we just have on February 14th, 1 billion rising?
1: Yes, we did. That was an amazing event. Oh, we did.
0: Right, absolutely, and you participated in that as well. So I think that this is an issue for our times where it's time for women to bring back that place of empowerment and where they need to be. Now, when we talked briefly last night, um, Amy, you were talking about, I think you called it the three wishes? Yes. Could you Um,
1: tell your audience about the three wishes? For sure, my three wishes are my three messages that I want to share with you. It's threefold, hence the word three wishes. My first wish or my first message is anyone, men or women, because let's face it, Susan, Susan, it um, does not does not matter what your class is, what your race is, what your religion or orientation is. So with that being said, my message, my wish to the ones who are in a violent situation right now, I'm speaking to you, take a breath and make a choice to get help. There's many people around you. There's many organizations that are willing, ready, and able to help you get out of your situation that you're in, or even just be a listening ear. We have a phone call center here in Calgary, Alberta, that is a sexual assault support line for the city. And you can just call it. It's open 24 hours a day. You can call it and just talk. Um, It's CASA, Calgary Association for Sexual Assault. I right now don't have the number in front of me, but that's their name. Um, So that's my first wish is get help. Make the choice to get out of the situation you're in. My second wish, my second message is for those who are witnessing a violent act taking place. And there's many kinds of different violence. I'm not just talking about hitting you or, or we'll say raping you, sexual assault. There's other kinds of abuse and violence that happens. So... If you are witnessing any kind of violence, and let's go back to the schoolyard. If children are being bullied and somebody is standing watching it happen, step in. It's a really lonely place to be bullied. It's a really lonely, really lonely place when you're in a violent, abusive relationship. Many times you feel alone. So, my wish to those who are watching it happen, Observing it happen, or even maybe see signs of it on their friends. Maybe they do have a few bruises on their arm, or a cut lip, or, or something. Gently reach out to them and say, How can I help? Or, Do you need to talk? Or, Hey, I'm going, even as simple as, Hey, I'm going to the grocery store to buy some groceries. Do you need anything? And it gives them a way to start opening up and talking with you. My third wish, my third message is to the ones now they might be listening, who knows, but my third My third wish is to those who are actually being violent in their relationship, being violent in the schoolyard. My wish for is a simple word. It's the word stop, stop, think. Do you want your mother to be hit? Do you want your little sister, your little brother to be swung around the school and then let go and go flying? You don't want your little or your mother or your father to be beat up or name called or any other type of form of abuse that can take place. So why are you doing it to your boyfriend or girlfriend or your sister or brother? As I said, violence doesn't discriminate. It happens in the home between brother and sister as well. So those are my three wishes. I
0: I agree with you. And those are absolutely beautiful wishes and one that, I think any of us that have ever been in those situations should absolutely strive for. And the one thing that I want to mention today, too, because I have been on the receiving end, as I said earlier in the show, and I have come so far beyond that, um, and not enough, I, I have volunteered to, to do coaching in the safe houses here in Albuquerque for domestic violence to empower these women. But I, I also want to see to say and to share that as angry as we get with these acts of violence from the perpetrators, I do want to say they would not be doing this if they themselves were not in pain. And it's easier said than done to try to crack through that exterior and maybe he watched his father abuse his mother and doesn't know any other way. But for those young men who are not abusers that happen to have a friend that they see treat a girlfriend in a certain way i really encourage really encourage to to be a man and step up and ask that guy ask that friend if there's anything that they need to talk about what what causes that kind of behavior I, again, I know it's easier said than done, but they are in extreme pain and feeling insecure because that's how they become secure. In their minds, they become powerful by disempowering women or disempowering someone that is weaker than them. And this is an age-old topic. I think years ago, for those of us that remember here in the States, the O.J. Simpson case with Nicole Brown. Um yep. That brought domestic violence into the light of day because I was going through it pre-O.J. Simpson when I remember um, the police being called to my house and I had two little babies and it was midnight and it was 10 below zero outside and when he arrived, I was made to leave the house. I had to wake up my babies. I had to wrap them up. I had to put them in a car and drive to my mother's house while I stood there and listened to this law enforcement officer and my now ex-husband laughing and joking about hunting and fishing. So we have definitely, yeah. definitely come a long way when it comes to um, th- what we are able to do. I think the awareness is there, but it's not enough. And, and Amy, what you are doing with the Girls' Wonder Camp, again, um I think is absolutely fabulous because that's where it begins. When they learn that they actually have a voice, when they learn they have power within them, you know, they're less apt to take it when they get into high school. You know, I lost a daughter in 2009 to domestic violence. This is an Mm -hmm. issue that goes straight to the core of my being. And I will talk about it from now until I can no longer talk. It's an issue that we should all be aware of, but there are ways out of it. Like you said, there are phone numbers out there. There are people that are willing to help, and all you have to do is take that first step. And I know it's easier said than done. It's it's a process. It isn't something that happens overnight. But I absolutely and completely believe that it goes back to and stems from those core beliefs those core beliefs that say, or however you obtain them, that say, I am not worthy, I am not deserving, I am not enough. I am not enough. You and I both know that's a myth. You and I both know that's a lie. But when those programs are running, they're vibrating to and drawing and attracting those experiences. And if every single person... Who just, the one thing that bothers me about the dating situation, Amy, is I saw this so much when I was in school, and I know you have too. A young girl falls in love, and he's telling her what to wear, and telling her that she has a curfew, and calling her constantly to make sure she's home, and she's thinking, oh, he just loves me so much that, and cares about me so much that he's doing these things. And little does she know he's actually taking away her very inner power by doing those yeah. things.
1: Yeah, I and mean, you just touched on one of the warning signs of a potential exactly. abusive relationship.
0: And they don't see them as warning signs. They see no. them as being in love. Yes. And And the one thing that I know, and I know that you know, is that love doesn't hurt.
1: No, love doesn't hurt. No.
0: So, do you, Amy, have what do you have going on with your campaigns and your events and those types of things that you can share with us right now?
1: I would love to share. I'm going to switch hats for a minute because, as as you said in the bio, I'm also an author. I have another collaborative book that's coming out in a few weeks, possibly by the end of the month here or into the beginning of April. It's called Success in High Heels. It's a 30-day feast to success for women. And uh, it's a really cool book. 30 women from around the world have come together, and we've all written a chapter about success and what does that mean to us and also within the chapter we've written each a lesson for you to take home for you to start to implement my chapter that i wrote is called do i dare more and it's about stretching outside your box and asking those questions example what has to happen for more to come into my life or what what else is possible different things like that is my one of my lessons that I give is be willing and able and ready to stretch I heard a a quote one day that the instructions on how to, if you're inside the box, the instructions to get out of season is on the outside of the box so are you ready to stretch and get a box of your life to have success so That's there's myself. Yeah, there's myself. There is, I said, twenty nine other amazing women in business from around the world. There's myself and at least one other I know from actually here in Canada. There's the United States. There's Australia. There's England, Spain. Um, so it's going to be a really, really cool book. And each one has our own little twist on what success means to us. And
0: is the book out the yet, Aileen? Pardon me. Is the book is the book available yet?
1: Not yet. It'll be available, as I said, in a few weeks. Are it is going to be available through Amazon? It, yes, that's what we're waiting for. We're waiting for the Amazon, all that jazz, to be put into place. Our estimated time is the end of March, early April. Well, congratulations. congratulations. We will. Thank you
0: definitely be looking for that. Do you have any other yeah. events coming up?
1: Um, not yet. I am open and willing and able, though, to connect with any of your listeners, me to come to them and speak about what we've been talking about today, the dating violence signs and just empowering our next generation. Well, um, that love shouldn't hurt, to treat others with kindness and respect.
0: Do you have a website, Amy, where people can go and, or a phone number or both, where they can connect with you?
1: For sure. Um, the website that I'll give you is for Wonder Girls Camp. It's www.wondergirlscamp.com. And if you go through Facebook, do a Facebook search for Freedom and Empowerment Team Campaign. It's a group page, a fan page and you can like us and follow us and uh we post different things and we're it's also open and available for messaging so if anyone wants to contact myself or the any of the ambassadors or administrators um you can go that way and connect with connect with us through there
0: and do you have a phone
1: number um i don't have a phone number but i'll give you my email address instead my Absolutely. email my email is Amy, A-I-M-E, at WonderGirlsCamp.com. There's an S after the word girl, and it's all lowercase, all one word. WonderGirlsCamp.com.
0: And in the next uh, 30 to 45 seconds, Amy, do you have any, any parting words that you would like to share with the audience?
1: If you see it happening, if you see violence happening, step in. It's a lonely place to be the victim of violence.
0: Absolutely. I absolutely agree with you. I have have so appreciated your time with us here today. Um, My pleasure. I absolutely am inspired by all the work you're doing. You know this is a topic near and dear to my heart. You know why it's near and dear to my heart, as do most of my my friends and Facebook friends. And it is a topic that I think we're going to hear more and more and more of as time goes along, as this now is becoming a worldwide issue, not just in the United States or Canada, but I think this this energy to empower women is coming to the forefront, especially with the connection of and the ability to connect through the Internet today, we are seeing more and more women in third world countries standing up and saying no more. And they are absolutely and completely risking their lives to do so. But at this point, Amy, I'm going to say goodbye. I want to thank you so much for being here today with me. And I just want to leave my audience with my little mantra that I like to live by, and that is people very seldom remember what you do. People very seldom remember what you say. But people will always, always, always remember how you made them feel. So share your love with someone today, and thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. To- Breakthrough with your host, Susan Turnbull, broadcast every week on Authentic You Radio. Would you like to schedule a personal coaching session with Susan? For more information on Susan's work, please go to www.SusanTurnbullBelievesCoaching.com.